Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, we are going to go over how to get the, your best airbrush glow. So I know that I've been spraying for, oh my goodness, I owned a spot. I've been an esthetician for 11 years. So, well, I guess 11 years. <laughs> we did the math there. <laughs> Ashley, are you there? That's a joke. Yes. Hello. It was funny. <laughs> that, that's as good as it gets. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm supposed to be my sidekick. You're supposed to laugh even when they're not funny. Oh, but up, up, boom. There. <laughs> That's what you get today. <laughs> okay. Well, one thing I do know about is airbrush spray tanning. So, a few pointers just to get your best glow, we're going to go over with today. Ashley, you get spray tans too. I as well. Yes. I love the way they just allow you to get a healthy glow super mm -hmm. fast without having to go out into the sun and just, you know, bake for hours. So right now, granted, a spray tan is just developing with your dead skin cells. So it's on the surface layer of your skin. So it's very That's attractive, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You, just description should be on a bottle. We should market that. That's lovely. You like that? So, I did. But basically, it's so fragile. A lot of people don't realize how fragile it is. And I always compare it to like an apple. You know, you slice an apple, leave it out, turns that brown color. Like You have okay. to wait with the chemistry for your skin to turn that color. So there's a lot of variables that can make up the difference. And you have an, a good spray tan or a bad spray tan and a lot of the times it has nothing to do with the airbrush technician. It really is the chemical reaction with usually your own amino acids, things like that. So let's go over just a few tips on how to have the best spray tan because you want to look your best. We know it takes time to prep mm -hmm. for the tan to, you know, make your appointment, come in, get it, everything. So let's make it look the best. First of all, take a shower shave and lightly exfoliate the day before your tanning session. Now, okay. I'm not saying don't take a shower the day of, but usually more of a, like a rinse or something. The reason is, is if you're taking your shower, like your full shower in the morning, you're typically using that loofah, that washcloth. So you're doing extra exfoliation. Mm. You don't want to exfoliate too much. The DHA, which is what tans your skin, dihydroxyacetone, which is made up of a sugar, by the way, that has to react with those dead skin cells. So it's a catch 22. You don't want to take all your dead skin cells off. It won't have nothing to grab onto and react to. And you don't want to take too little of them off too, because then it'll look patchy. It's just oh. like, yeah. Oh, I never got that. Oh, now I understand. Yeah, You don't want too much. You don't want too little. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> So I like to do my shower and exfoliate the day prior. So do not exfoliate the day of. There's nothing. There won't be enough dead skin cells to, you know, hold on to. Or excuse me, if you have excess, it'll be like too much buildup is what I meant to say. Now, same thing with shaving. You want to also do that the night before. And that's because you need to allow your pores to close up. I can instantly tell when somebody has shaved before their tan really? I will always say oh yeah you can see the way the application holds on to the skin and what's going on with the tan in that second mm -hmm. and I always say oh did you shave prior to the you know session they go they go yep and I said yep I can tell and you I mean I instantly can look on the leg because it's not holding the way like you know for the best results and I'm like wow you really should have shaved 
prior, which we do put that on our website. We have aftercare and prep tips, all that. But it's just this just good reminder to do that. So if they shave before they come in, what is it going to look like? Is it just not going to hold? The um, it also looks like you can kind of sometimes it'll look like these little black dots on your legs. Gotcha. Yeah, the pore just hasn't closed up. So you don't have as even as a color. So the main idea that we're getting across to the listeners is that the prep is the most important step before you get a tan. Oh, it is so essential. Like that can make or break your tan, which is so oh. interesting because I bet a lot of people just don't know that. They're like, yeah, I'm just going to come from the gym, get a quick tan, and then go home and four hours later and rinse it off. Or but a that lot will of times like, they don't like their tan and they're like, oh, my technician sucked. Right. And yeah. Like, had nothing to do with that person. Especially if they're seasoned airbrush tan artists. It right. has nothing to do with the airbrush artist. Believe me, I battle this all the time. And it's 95% because of the prep work. Interesting. So let's talk about waxing too. Okay. So you want to get your body waxing done 24 to 48 hours. Also allow your pores to close up. Now I will say brows though. That's kind of the exception. We hmm. do wax the brows prior to our spray tans and it's never affected it. I think it's because it's such a small space on the face and so it just has always turned out fine. So get your brows and your brow tint prior to your spray tan. But you can typically spray tan right after that. That is the exception. That's good. Yes. Now, other beauty services you also want to get prior to your tan. So let's say that you need to get your manicure or your pedicure done. Some people think, oh, I want to get my tan first because I don't want it to turn my nails a different color. That's exactly well, we, what I would think. Okay. But what you want to think about is your nail person is prepping your skin with all of those removers, exfoliants. Again, there's exfoliants, lotions, oils are putting all of that on your skin. And so that's going to make a difference in your spray tan. I mean, you can't have that done, you know, right after your spray tan, it's going to take it all off. Oh, then your hands will be a different color than the rest of your body. Yeah. I mean, because they're literally will just, yeah. So the only way that you could do that is if you forget about it and you don't get your nails done first, and you're like, oh, man, I need a pedicure manicure. I say, that's fine. Ask for a dry mani-pedi, meaning you're not putting your foot in the water. You're not getting that sugar scrub because it'll remove the tan. They're mm -hmm. just working on your nail beds dry. Okay. Now, my question to you is, if I get my mani-pedi before the tan, like you suggested, how will I make sure, like, let's say I want to wear my nails white. How will we make sure that it doesn't get on my nails? First of all, I highly suggest you get it done the day before your tan, not the day of, because it's the same thing with the exfoliation. You're scrubbing off too much the day of. They're also putting those oils on, right? So I will highly okay. recommend a day or two before your spray tan. So it, there is some calculations when you have to, you know, make all your beauty appointments. The second thing is, the oils are very easy to remove. We just remove them. We wear gloves or we spray and we literally just remove it with our gloves. You can also get like a, you know, like a makeup remover, a wipe or a body wipe and just remove it off the actual nail. And then it just slips off. There's oh, nothing like, let's say my technician forgets that. Do I just get, can I literally just get a Kleenex or a paper yeah. towel and do it? it okay. Exactly. Just okay. pull the oils off. That's all, whatever they're using the solution. Let's just say that just pull the solution off. Okay. That's it, which usually has the bronzer and that's what's doing it. Gotcha. Um, great question. I will say for exfoliation, 
the best thing that I have found over the years is so simple. It's just using those exfoliating gloves that you get at CBS. They oh. look like a textured glove. And we sell those in the spa. I like to use a white exfoliating glove because I can see the bronzer. I mean, excuse me, I can see. Well, actually, when I take my tan off, I can see the tan come off and I can control any. Let's say it breaks down in patches. I can manipulate that patch a little bit and then put on some bronzing cream afterwards. So I like a white exfoliating glove. Perfect to use all year round exfoliate for that right hand, great around the elbows and knees, the heels, and just pop them in the wash when you're done. I have had my same gloves. I'm not kidding. We're going over in like six or seven years now. The okay, same. that was going to be my yeah. next question. Can you wash them and how long do they last? Wow, Mine, that's awesome. Seriously, I do think it's time for a new pair because elastic is shot. <laughs> In the glove. So I'll get another $5 pair, but they have lasted me so long. I have used so many different oils, fun exfoliants, everything for the tan, but this really does. I lather it with my soap. Okay. And it really is the best. So if you're looking for that, yeah, you don't need a fancy expensive exfoliator. You just do that again, night before day before, not the day of for prior to your session. Now, if you have dry skin, you're going to want to moisturize heavily prior to your tan two to three days before, not the day of, but two to three days. You've got to get that. I have dry skin, so I typically will do lotion and then oil. Great. Is that okay? Like you'll put the oil on over your lotion. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I even do that with my skincare too. Yeah. Oh, okay. I put a tiny drop of oil over my lotion on super, super dry days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't do a tiny drop. <laughs> well, I don't have more is better. <laughs> That's well, our, my philosophy. Our skin type is different from each other, though. Yes. Yes, but absolutely. Make sure to get those elbows, heels, and also your armpits. I know that sounds crazy. Oh, oh. so elbows, heels, and armpits. Knees and armpits. Oh, knees. Yeah. Okay. The edges under, you know, your armpit is the edges where your shoulder connects right there. It gets sometimes super patchy and you need to exfoliate, but also moisturize right there. It tends to grab that tan really well. That's a your great tip. Wrist right there, your wrist also towards your palm area, that gets tends to be dry. So it's just these odd little spots in your body. Just watch out for. Okay. Now I will say that most importantly, if you are dealing with a sun burn or you're peeling, do not get a spray tan. It looks horrible. Oh really? <laughs> it looks oh, okay. so bad. I, we have even pictures. it out. It's just, it's, it doesn't even it, work. No, because your skin is in its shedding phase. So mm. Those bits are coming off and then your fresh skin is coming. So you have like this brown patch next to this white patch. It looks like a spotted leopard. It looks does not look good. Oh, that's interesting because I would have thought, oh, if if I were burned or something like that and peeling, I would think that I could get a spray tan to even it over. So that's a good tip. No. And and a lot of people will say, oh, we'll just do it anyway. I'll be fine. I'll put a bronzer on it. And then they literally come back and crying the next day because Mm. it looks so bad. I have these pictures that I show for shock, you know, also shock value. And they're like, okay, never mind. I don't want it. I go, yep, it's not worth it. <laughs> well, I can understand why people want to do it because let's say they're going to prom or some event or they have this dress that shows off the back and 
you know, a 4th of July event or whatever. So I get it, but that's good to know. So here's my tip. Instead, if you need it for that sunscreen, (laughs) (laughs) instead for that event, what you can do is just use a washable bronzer instead and then just let it come out. Oh, okay. You know, let it come out that day. That's what I would do. So I found a good one and I'll link it in the show notes about some daily bronzers and you can just put those on. Oh, super. And then you could just rinse those off. So it doesn't have, it's not staining your skin. So it's not going to have that peeling effect. That's my trick to that. Oh, that's a really good trick for if you get that and you're going somewhere. And that's awesome. I love it. Exactly. Okay. So just some tips for when you go to the session, arrive without any makeup on, jewelry removed, hair pulled back, deodorant taken off. And tip, you don't need to put your jewelry back on because you're getting that spray tan. So you don't want to leave any like marks. So let's say you have these, you know, these cute little gold, you know, I love those gold coin necklaces. You know, they look like very Egyptian. Oh, I love those. like, yeah, I love those. And then don't put that back on. Then you're going to have like this. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Spray tan mark on there. Yeah. So keep your jewelry off, especially diamonds and pearls and things like that. You just want to, you know, keep those things clean. Makeup, typically if you go to an airbrush chaining place, they will have makeup wipes. But if you're able to, it just helps the technician also with their time. Go ahead and pull that off because you're not going to want to use a heavy makeup remover after you get your spray tan. You're just going to do like a rinse depending on what Mm. solution you get. So you just want your makeup off for the day. One thing I don't really, I don't fuss about too much is your eye makeup. I'm fine if you leave your eye makeup on. Hair pulled back. The reason why it's so important to have your hair pulled back, first of all, if you had a, you know, dye job or anything like that, you don't want a ton of bronzer in your hair. So get it nice and tight, pull it back out of the way, have it away from your face and your neck. So if you have bangs, bring a shower cap or ask the spa for a shower, disposable shower cap, and then clip any bangs or flyaways. The second reason is that if you have those loose, you're going to be tempted to move your arms or your hands to get it out of your way or out of, you know how your hair, if you're blowing, oh. it's in your mouth. Oh, that would totally be me. I yeah. would be getting the flyaways all over the place. Yes. Exactly. So you don't want to bend your arm during a spray tan because the application can be, you know, a wet application. So you don't want to transfer any tan onto other parts. So just go ahead and take care of that. That's such a big tip right there. I know it sounds like, oh, that's so easy, but literally it makes such a difference. So have your hair totally secured. Now, when you are coming to the spa and you need to change clothes, I just really advise wear dark colored loose clothing. You don't want anything too tight. You don't want super tight leggings or even jeggings or anything that's going to rub off too much of the bronzer and it'll create like streaks and lines like, you know, such as that. So you just want loose clothing. The other thing that I see is in the summertime, super short shorts are worn. And that can be a little dangerous too, because if you get back in your car and it's super hot and you got those leather seats going, it'll stick to the car seat. So you really want to be careful with that and wear just, I like a long maxi dress. Oh, that's a good idea. What about the shoes? Like even if it's in winter, should you try to wear flip-flops? If it's not raining, I like to wear, yeah, like a slide or something. I know it's cold, 
but what you don't want to wear is this big, heavy Uggs. I'll see those come in. I'm like, no, you're getting it on. The bronzer will can get on, you know, the lining. This cute furry faux fur boots I love, but they come in, but you don't want to wear those with your tan. So have a pair of tanning shoes and the looser, the better. Now, the exception to the rule is if it's raining, I would wear a, you know, covered literally head to toe and with rain boots, like tall rain boots on. And I don't even wear socks. I just put them in there. You can't wear socks, but I just put them in there. But make sure your technician drives you off really, really well. If it's raining, you're not going to want to bring an umbrella in. A lot of people think, oh, I'll just bring an Mm -hmm. umbrella. The reason is when you get to your car, you know, you have to pull the umbrella down, first of all. And when you do, it runs down your arm, it drips. And you're standing in the rain the whole time trying to get your umbrella. Oh my gosh. Instead, I would have brought my umbrella. No, you wouldn't, Ashley. You know how to take care of a tan. I have it tanned. Literally, I have not. I used to, yes, as Lizzie's mentioning, I used to tan people, but it's been so long. And so there are so many meticulous little tips and to do's that I forgot. Like, I literally don't remember. So, yes, I would be showing up there with an umbrella Mm -hmm. (laughs) with my furry boots. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think she would because she's worked at the front desk. She knows what. No, I probably wouldn't wear my furry boots, but I would bring an umbrella. Yeah. Well, no. We, so we actually walk the clients out to out of the spot to their car, their vehicle with an umbrella so they won't get wet. So the best thing to do is wear like a rain jacket with the hood, be totally covered, arms covered, everything, shoes, pants, everything if it rains. Also, I will say. Try not to get a spray tan over an old spray tan because you're just spraying over buildup and it can look super patchy. It's kind of a pet peeve of airbrush technicians. You'll come in and because it's a reflection of our work and we can tell, oh, you just put yourself tanner on or whatever. And you just kind of feel bad because you're thinking, oh, this isn't going to look that good. And you just kind of have like this, man, this isn't going to look as fresh or as good as you want it to look because you've got this old tan on. So I am basically spraying on top of that patch. And it's Okay. Just- so let me ask you a question. Probably what a lot of people are thinking in the summertime, there are people out there that want to look tan all summer long. So that's why they do it. They're just like, Oh, my tan's fading. I got to, you know, do my spray tan or my at home self tanner. So are you saying that too bad? So sad. You've got to take a week off. I think that, yeah, I kind of am. And if you have an event that week or like if you have something every single week, again, just use that washable bronzer to apply for that night. That'll get you through whatever you have going on that week. But if you can just wait until your skin regenerates fresh new skin, it's going to look so much better. And how long does that take? you think? You know, everybody's different. There's some, and it also depends on your age, but everybody's so different. I will have clients who they're like, nope, they're there every single week. There's no buildup. Then other clients is every two weeks. Mine is minimum two weeks. I can even go three weeks sometimes with it for it to be completely off. Oh, interesting. Okay. It just, and I'm older too. So I, it takes me longer to produce new skin cells. Hmm. Absolutely. Then just a couple of small little tips that I wanted just to take note. And again, whatever spray tan place you're going to, they're going to have different 
the room's going to be set up differently. Oh, yeah. They're going to come off this podcast and go, excuse me. I was told that you need to walk an umbrella to me. Excuse me. (laughs) I need a makeup wipe, a fresh one. Excuse me. They're going to be like, ma'am, I need you to go. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Every place is going to be different. Maybe they have underground parking and you don't have to worry about the car or whatever. But for our place, for example, we have a fresh white towel that you step on. And so we ask you, please step on the towel first, then take your shoes off. We don't want you hopping on in the room because instantly after you spray any client, the mist gets on the floor. There's no way around that. Even if you had a washable room, you're not going to rinse it out between every single client that takes right. forever. So you you may do it, you know, at the end of the day. So that mist is going to get instantly there. So either step on the fresh white towel, don't walk on the floor mm. or... As for the little okay. sticky feet, put them on the bottom of your feet. We have those and then wear those during the application. I personally like to just step straight on the towel and then put my shoes on. That's what I like to do. Wait a minute. Step straight on the towel, then get your spray tan, then put your shoes on. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Get on the okay. towel, kick off your shoes. Gotcha. Then okay. get your spray tan, then put, gotcha. and then then you put your shoes on, like lean over, get your shoes or ask the technician to give you ask, your shoes so you're not stepping just, off the floor. Just ask the Got technician it. to bring your shoes. They normally will just normally do that. If you're pregnant or breastfeeding, I advise to wear nursing pads. They have disposable adhesive nursing pads that you can get. Just wear those or a strapless bra. And I personally recommend a faster developer so that if you're breastfeeding, you can just rinse off the bronzer within a few hours. And you're not sticky and hot and, mm-hmm. you know, so... That's just a tip for nursing moms for that. That's my recommendation for that. Those are my main, I'm just kind of looking over my notes here, but I, those are my main tips, which goodness, there's a lot more than I thought. I was like, oh, I'll be done with this in five minutes, but I actually had a lot to say. (laughs) It's amazing. All the things that you need to do to get the best spray tan. But if you have something that you're going for, you really want to, you know, look like have it evenly distributed and last a long time. So these were excellent, Lindsay. Yeah. And I think what we should do is because there's so many tips, I have just as many tips to get the best results during your spray tan session and also tips on how to make your spray tan last the longest. But because there's so many, I thought let's just break up these podcast episodes into three different sections. So this is going to be section one, like the pre-tan get ready. Got it. That's smart. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. And we will go over how to get the best spray tan during the application. And again, how to keep it lasting long and glowy. So thanks for joining and listening to us. And until next time. 